Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life. But I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 18, Undivided Trust. It's probably been almost two weeks since the last time that I was on here. And I'm sure you probably can guess life just gets busy. And then all of a sudden you realize two weeks have passed. That doesn't mean nothing has been going on. There has been a ton of stuff going on from surprise visits to impromptu trips to a whole lot of different things, just life. And today, I probably walked into the house having enough of life. And what about what I mean by that is, is, you know, I have been pondering over some decisions for the past um, couple of weeks, I guess since the last time I was on here. And probably a little bit more intently the last couple of days as I'm trying to figure out what to do, you know, what move should I make, what's next for me. I know you guys have heard a few times over about, you know, this is year 38, the year that I get up and it's just going to be a great year. But there's so much unknown about this year. A lot of it excites me. A lot of it concerns me. A lot of it, I just wish that I knew the answers to the problems, to the questions, to the tests, right? Like all of us do. So I know I'm not any different than anybody else. But today, you know, I walked into the house and I took some advice from my mom about just sitting quietly with God and just really letting him speak to me because I'm kind of at a crossroads of, you know, what I should be doing next with my job and should I be moving, you know, all these different things. And I'll just stop and and go ahead and put a a little note here. Um, Whenever you're getting ready to make a big decision, I think that it's so important, one, to first and foremost seek God because, you know, we don't ever want to go out here just half cocked and just doing the most random stuff, right? But I think the other thing that probably was the most surprising to me today was is understanding the root of why some of the decisions that we make, we make, or why do we want to do something different? And that isn't always a fun place to sit in when you have to ask yourself, why do I want to do something? And so, you know, in complete transparency, you know, I've been contemplating um, taking on a new job opportunity and have even been contemplating moving. And, you know, I was all excited about it and I'm like ready to go and this is just what I'm going to do. And I think it's going to be great when I'm in the middle of it. And when I stopped and had to kind of go through a couple of different scenarios with myself and a really good friend of mine who I appreciate her for just kind of asking me some of those tough questions. I had to be a little honest with myself and I'm not going to even say a little honest. I had to be big honest with myself about why is it that I wanted something new? And unfortunately, the truth was 
I felt like because I am in a place of disappointment that in order to be fulfilled, that I needed to change my environment, right? And I'll never forget going through one of the most wonderful encounters at my church a couple of years ago and really learning all about the levels of change and that the lowest level of change happens to be changing your environment. And, you know, that's what we do. And that all boils down to control. So if I can control some part of this life of mine, then I'll feel better. Right. So think about it, you know, and guys, I don't know how you control things. So this is specifically for women. Think about it when there's a breakup. We cut our hair. Like there is something empowering about when a relationship is done and it's over, then we cut our hair or we lose weight or we do all these things to find ourselves, right? So it's just like anything else. So, you know, I'm looking back that I've been in Louisiana for 12 years, right? Um, when I moved here, I moved here because I was running and it was probably one of the, the best worst decisions I made. And the reason why I say it was the best worst is that so much of my life unfolded here, right? But when I think about why I ultimately wanted to move, it was to change a situation, right? Moving on, need a new place. And I'm not saying that's bad. So hear me clearly. Not always a bad thing because I believe that God can turn any situation around and it can be the most wonderful experience ever, but I still have to be honest and say that I was running, running from a situation that I couldn't seem to quite navigate through and be done with and all of that. So first thing you do is move. Well, 12 years later, and I've probably have tried to move or do something different the whole 12 years I've been here. So, you know, we're at that place again of feeling like there's more, I should be doing this and all these things. Well, the difference in me being in that place today than I was 12 years ago is that my relationship with God has changed drastically. So whereas I don't think I consulted him much in that first move, but in this situation, I've had more conversation with him about making sure that I'm doing the right thing. So this is where I got challenged last night, actually, when I was having this conversation with my friend, was having to speak the truth of why I wanted to move or wanted to do something different. Because I think about, you know, I've been here for 12 years and you know, I fell in love here. I got married here. I got divorced here, you know, started another relationship, you know, changed jobs. So all of these different things happened while I was here. And so when I'm sitting down being quiet, I look back and say, man, so many amazing things happen. But in the same token, I'm not in the place that I thought that I should be in, right? So we begin to have this conversation with ourselves about if we move, if we change, if we do this, then there's a hope that the situation can get better or different or whatever. Well, one of the most beautiful things about having a relationship with God is that when you are seeking him and you are asking questions, one, you need to be fully prepared that he is going to either answer you directly, plainly, clearly, or he will remain silent, which is an answer as well. 
Well, fast forward to today. So I had all this inner dialogue yesterday. And fast forward to today, you know, I was talking to my mom and she challenged me to come in the house and kind of sit still and just kind of, you know, ask God to just really clarify some things for me. And it's funny to me because being still is probably hard for most of us to do, right? So after I did the whole sitting still and I began to hear some things, something prompted me to go and um, start a new devotional. And it was one that I had saved on my phone from a while ago. And it was you know, just a random one that I that I started. And I'm not going to say random because as I talked about in my last podcast, nothing is coincidental. Everything is intentional. Well, before I started this devotional, I went and got caught up on another one that I'm doing. Um, and it's called Made to Crave. And it's talking about making sure that you are craving Jesus more than you're craving food, which is instrumental for me right now because coming out of, uh, I had weight loss surgery a year ago. I mentioned that before. So I'm in that really sensitive spot where I need to make sure that I really understand exactly you know, where I'm going, how to manage food differently, because who wants to say that they went through all that for nothing? So kind of getting off subject. Um, So as I'm like going through that devotion, like a word kept popping up and it was called, it was called, and the word was undivided. And it talked about, you know, when you are trying to do something unto the Lord, like you have to ask yourself, Am I giving God my undivided, you fill in the blank, devotion, attention, or whatever? So put a peg there. So I got that from there. And then I started this other devotional, and it just kind of hit spot on to kind of where I am. And I'll read you a little bit of it, and then I'll show you how they both tied into each other. So in this one, it, it's it's talking about... Do you wonder about the plan? Because, you know, I'm in this pseudo transitional mindset about should I move? Should I stay? Should I go? What should happen? And so there was a paragraph in here that just completely like knocked me off my feet. And it says, what if I told you the plan I have for you is not for you to worry about? And this is God as, you know, God speaking. What if I told you there's only a small part you can understand of all the things I know and the things I want you to know and the things you just don't need to be concerned with? And again, that kind of stopped me in my tracks because it went in line with what I had heard about you know, I just need to trust. I need to stop worrying about it. You know, don't obsess over it. Like God is here, there, everywhere. I'm not alone. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He is always there. And so as I was sitting here thinking about undivided and undivided means not divided, separated or broken into parts, concentrated on or devoted completely to one object, I began to think, what is the root cause of all of this, right? All of the wondering and guessing and and being anxious and wanting to know. And it has everything to do with undivided trust. Meaning my trust is divided, is divided between 
trusting God a little bit and trusting me some, right? And in essence, I have to have undivided trust in God in order to be able to move through this life well. So going back to the devotional, what if I told you the plan I have for you is not for you to worry about? Do you know how hard that is for a person who is probably a little bit more controlling than I would like to share? But I want to know what's going to happen. I know what tomorrow is. I've talked about this probably two or three times in a podcast so you guys can kind of hear the underlying theme, control freak, all of that. So I want to know, like I want to be prepared. I don't want to be caught off guard. And God has been so plainly saying to me, I need for you to trust me wholeheartedly. I need for you to not look to yourself to be the end all be all because one, you are not as wise as I am. I am in the beginning, the end, I'm to the left and to the right. So you don't have to worry about me having all bases covered, right? And so as I was sitting here, I was like, oh my God, I get it. The reason why I'm going back and forth and I'm all over the place is because I need to trust that no matter what, whether I go or I stay, that God is with me and that he just wants me to just sit in his presence and allow him to guide me, to lead me, to love on me, to show me, and to really be honest with myself when I'm not doing that and what is the reason why. And like I mentioned earlier, when I think about the desire for wanting to do something different, it's because I haven't seen yet. And that was the word that jumped out to me as well. It's not that it hasn't happened. It just hasn't happened yet. So I can be one of those people that's consistently changing my environment, changing my behaviors, you know, doing all of these external things instead of sitting in the truth that I need to have undivided trust. I need to be completely and utterly Focus on trusting the promises of God. And so there's a scripture that came to mind that, you know, it's not necessarily one that I have gone to a lot, but one of the things that I appreciate it, appreciate about it is it definitely gives a good synopsis of kind of what's going on with with me right now. So it's in first King um, chapter 18, verse 21. And it says, then Elijah stood in front of them and said, how much longer will you waver hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. But the people were completely silent. So I feel like this just kind of summed up my whole thing. It's like God is asking me, so you're either going to trust me or trust you. Make a decision because this one toe in and one toe out thing, because I feel like, you know, God gets real, real with me. It's like it's wearing me out. It's just completely wearing me out. So you have a decision today to decide, are you going to sit here and trust that I am 
your heavenly father who loves you so much that I am concerned with what you're concerned with, that I care about what concerns you and that I am always thinking of you and letting me be the lead in this? Or are you going to navigate in and out every aspect of your life in a way that's going to wear you out and you're ultimately going to come back and seek me? And it's hard. It's not something that I can sit here and say that any of us can do and just be like totally just out of our own headspace, right? But I learned the most valuable lesson today is that I need to trust more. I need to trust that God has not forgotten about me, that God is very much concerned with my life, with my future, with my present, and that I don't have to take on that worry all on my own because his his shoulders are heavy enough are sturdy enough, let me say that, to hold my burdens, to hold my cares, to hold my worries. And if I truly believe that he is good, then I have to know that he is already thinking through everything. And where I am is not a surprise to him. The fact that I would be in this place April 3rd, contemplating what to do or what not to do, He already knew that I would be here. And so that is so reassuring to me to know that it's all been thought out. All I have to do is not worry about it. Like that devotion was so profound to me because what if the plan for all of you guys is to just not worry about it? Like that is just insane to me. It is simplicity at its finest, but it's complex All at the same time, the plan is not to worry. So when I think about all of the things and and this and this message can go 10 different ways, y'all, because it just brought so much to my memory. When I think about all of the things that have transpired over my life and the, the worry and the fret and the and the and the just anxiousness that I had, it was because my trust was not undivided. It was partly me trusting me and then the other part trusting God. But when I think about those times, and and I'm grateful that I've had opportunities where I've been able to say, I completely trusted God in a situation. I had peace. I had joy. I had great rest. I wasn't consumed with it because I really said, Okay, God, I know you got this. I know that you've never left me. You've never forsaken me and that you've always been real. You've always been amazing. You've always been thoughtful. You've always been loving. Then I can just do life so differently. So as I sit here in my random moment, which we know isn't ever random, you know, I just encourage all you guys That if you are in a situation where you are trying to understand what to do and and how to be and what to say and, and where to go, like just lay it before the feet of Jesus and just 
Ask him to just settle your heart, settle your mind, give you a word to stand on that will continue to increase your peace and your joy and your patience. And just know that the only plan that he has for you is for you not to worry about the plan because God has you just like he has me. Hey family, I'm so excited that you have spent these last few moments with me. I love when we can reconnect and we can catch up. So I'm definitely looking forward to the next time that we sit down and chat. Please have a great day on purpose.